Hey, 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 everybody. It's Ashton McAllister here. And Matthew Alley. And we're here with another episode of Honest to Pod a little bit later this week because Ashley here had a cold that lasted literally, it must have lasted like 12 hours. Well, I think it's ridiculous that no matter what my voice sounds like, and it's always rough on a Monday, I managed to make it. So, I, had, I had no voice. Mm, and then, okay, well... From, I think it needs to just man up a little bit. That that phrase is offensive these it's days. It's one of my faves. Man up. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Because you should have made it, bitch. But it's yeah, okay. I've actually my entire week, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. Sickness happens. Sickness happens. And I, it's, I was just literally saying to you before we started recording, it's, I blame the heat. Uh, all this artificial heat now it's just disgusting it's not good for you honestly it's not i don't i don't, I don't i'd rather no i don't like it i don't mind it in the evenings but like the, when i get to the office the heat is boiling and you get in there and you have to just shred all your layers you put in because you're oh, so oh, i hate autumn you don't know what to wear it's hot it's cold it rains it's dry it's just how do you get to work a drive oh it's not like the tube then why are you getting all wrapped up well, I used to, I used to, I sometimes walk. I used to walk more, but then I've got the car and I've got lazy now. So you're in the car, there's no need to wrap up, and then you go in the building. You can literally be in shorts the entire time. Well, no. No, Why you can't. Because <laughs> it's actually cold outside. Anyway. Well, guess what happened to me last weekend, I guess. Can I guess? Do I know? No, you don't. Oh, what happened I, to you? I got another flat tire on my car. Another one? Yes, that's two this month. Is that the exact same. Exact same wheel. What? That is all the pies that you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> the extra weight. Yeah. <laughs> the is, they're brutal. Well, no. Okay. I did buy an apple pie at the weekend. A gluten-free apple pie from one of our local shops. It was so delicious. <laughs> my, my mom was like, can I have a slice? I was like, uh... I'm like talking like it was a the big entire apple pie. pie. Hold on. You questioned whether she can have any part of the <laughs> It was so yummy. Did you eat the pie in one go? Uh, no, it was over three sittings. Okay, fair enough. You should have yeah. given her some though. I, yeah, I, give her, I give her a bit. A sliver. <laughs> it was like a couple of crumbs left over on my, my plate. You don't put custard on it then, do you? Um, I sometimes would have custard. I would never have ice cream. I don't like ice cream and things. This is what I'm trying to say. Because, you know, like nowadays, everyone's so posh and fancy that custard seems to have, like, died. The, and pie and ice cream, or, like, crumble and ice cream mm-hmm. is awful. And I think it's such a mistake, and it really annoys me. Because they don't do custard in places anymore. And custard's amazing. Yeah, no one can custard, tell it's not amazing. Mm, custard's good. I, ice cream, to me, should not be served with anything. It should be served by itself. I don't think it goes with other dishes. I don't agree with that, but I don't think it should be with hot things. Well, I don't know, it doesn't go with hot thing. What would you serve ice cream with? It doesn't, like, it doesn't go with jelly. It does um, not go with jelly. You're completely right about that. And everybody, <laughs> they, everybody, they just mix into this weird thing. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Ice, I, to me, ice cream goes with nothing except itself. Which is great. Ice cream is great by itself. I do believe it can go with some things, though. I will say that. Like, mm. um, only chocolate cake, I guess, that I can think of. Only chocolate cake. But I agree with A lot of people have... A lot of people have a chocolate brownie with a doll, a hot chocolate brownie with a doll of ice cream on top. I've had that before. I prefer cream or like clotted cream. 
Mascarpone yeah. cheese. Oh my god, it's so good. Do you know what mascarpone cheese is like? I should know what mascarpone cheese is. I mean, people make like set cheesecakes from it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've made cheesecake with mascarpone cheese. Yeah. You get mascarpone with just honey and it's amazing. Mm, I'm getting hungry. I can mm. I want something sweet. I had the biggest dinner. But I still want more food, so I might get something sweet after this. Well, I'm in the process of planning Christmas dinner. I'm just like planning out what desserts we're gonna have and stuff like that. So I've just been all about like what I I made a, I made a I did a tr- test run of a chocolate tart a week ago. It went well. I imagine you only make gluten-free ones. Like you don't even touch flour. No, I won't. I won't like my mom. Like even my mom was like the other day she goes oh do you mind getting a loaf of bread and i'm like yes i mind i don't want to get a loaf of bread <laughs> from the show <laughs> yeah. like, the whole, like biomedical you know who you are bitch i swear every week she's like asking these questions <laughs> you're a stranger in this household I, I, said to, I can't remember what I said to I was oh well leads on to what I'm going to talk about later um, okay I'll talk about it later but um, I just said something to my mom and she was just like you're so peculiar as a kid and I'm like thanks mom you're peculiar now to be honest well I think she just as her kid I'm a peculiar person I think that's what she meant you are funny but it's just weird that she just you're, you're a stranger to her in your own house like, yeah <laughs> it's because I, I lived away so long and I try and refrain my craziness You've been there for two and a half years I know but I try and refrain it because I know it, I know a lot of the stuff I do annoys her because I'm, I'm so particular about stuff and I know it, 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 she doesn't like it because she's so used to her ways and we clash a lot I don't know what we were talking about how we got into all of this but oh, who, who knows, should we just get, get into something? Tie, you said. Oh, <laughs> such a detour <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's like our first episode where there's like no correlation. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know who said it the other day. And I'm going to go on another tangent. No. <laughs> but someone was like, "Oh, I was listening to your first episode the other day, and it's just so funny how like it's different now what we do." And then the first one was obviously just like just word vomit everywhere, and there's like no structure. <laughs> At least we have something that resembles a structure now. Yeah, well, the first episode was unedited as well. So all the ums and the ums. <laughs> <ads. laughs> okay. How was your week? What a week. Uh, how was your... I've talked about my fat tire. I've talked about everything. You tell me about your weekend. What did you get up to the weekend? And... Uh, I've had a really funny week, actually. Um, I can't say it's been a good one. Uh-oh. Um, because sometimes I, I find myself in like a weird like, mental space. And I'm just not sure how to deal with it. And that was one of those weeks. So I've not been sleeping very well. been quite tired and like, you know, like a bit, um, the only way I can describe it is in my feelings, you know? So I'm finding it hard to feel like motivated because like just over the weekend and I don't know, I had to sort of break up with a friend for the first time properly. Oh. Um, because just our relationship is not like healthy for me. And okay. I've really been struggling for it for a long time. So I found that really, really hard. And it's all been playing on my mind for quite a few days. Well, since now, even now, to be honest. And then I told you before that I've been having anxiety for like the past sort of two years or so. Mm. 
Mm. And it's sort of just come back this week. And when I start getting that feeling in my like chest, I find it really hard to, I'm not super motivated in general, but when I'm inside myself, I find it really hard to get out of it. And that's one of those weeks. So like, I'm not sleeping. All I'm doing is just thinking all the time. And then like, you know, everything is bad as opposed to like actually having perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. So this week has been not great feeling wise, which is a shame. Oh yeah. Um, Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I just don't know what to do. Like with, in this particular situation, I just didn't know what to do. And I tried different things. What it comes down to is, and it, the reason why it, you might, well, you won't understand, but remember I told you, obviously, like, I really liked you when I first met you and the same with Jordan, right? Yeah. I was able to get out of that and like continue with the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I felt this way about like my friend for ages, but I can't seem to get past it. So I decided that I just have to sort of be out of my life completely. That's fine. I think you, you made the right decision. I think there's no point um, putting yourself in a friendship position, which is just hurting you. So. Yeah, it is. It's really hard. Like, it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. I've been but there. You know that the person is not going to be able to give you back what you want. And it's not their fault either. No. I end up behaving stupid. I end up being like really sensitive over things that I would never get upset over. You yeah. Know? And, I start and you, overanalyze, you overanalyze yourself and everything you do. You know, I, I guess it's unfair to the person. It's not their fault. But I guess, I, I, well, in this case, I need to do what's better for me, which is which is still really hard is just be like, you know, I can't seem to get past my own feelings and actually justify our relationship. It's making me feel worse about myself, confidence wise and things like that. And it's just, it just, it was just, and that just made this week kind of really frustrating and really hard actually. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't like it when people go through tough times. Yeah. I don't like it either. But yeah. So. Should we get into some things? Let's get into some topics. things i want to talk about this week two really quick things one is did you know that upcoming is international men's day i don't even know what that is yeah awareness isn't great about it international men's day is november the 19th so have you heard of international women's day no oh wow well you are not that bad then you've totally switched off to everything <laughs> not, not i probably have i just don't know when it is or you know yeah so International Men's Day is November the 19th, obviously coming up. Um, Three days before my birthday. Is it? Mm. Oh, there we go. International Men's Day, November 19th. Um, it just, I shared something on my Facebook. Somebody in our, our town is organizing, which I think is really, really good. Um, organizing a kind of a coffee evening for men to go to and just chat about things like anxiety and stuff like that. Um, meet other people. and You know, it's just, you know, it sounds nice. Um, but, yeah, straight men. It's not a gay thing at all. It, in my in my head, it sounds something that would be like a gay blind date or something like that. Let's go have a you know what I mean? Like, um, I hope people go to it. Will you go to it? I'll definitely go. It's run by one of the guys. One of the guys who runs the gym is going. That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, no, it is. It is, and it came around because there's a guy who goes to our gym, uh, and he's one of the, like he's really athletic um he's he's like a builder he you know he's married with three three or four kids i can't remember and he posted a video a couple of weeks ago or a week ago where he was talking about it's like a 20 minute long video and he talks about his 
how he's recently been helped through anxiety. Uh, and he was at the point where he was ready to break and he didn't know what to do. He didn't understand what these feelings were. He, you know, he, he, he spent his life manning up to use your words. <laughs> and, um, he never like, just, to be honest. sorry. Sounds like kind of what I'm going through of how I've behaved. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not easy. And I think it's hard for people to process these emotions, but he made this 20, 20 minute video talking about it. Um, he, the guy, actually the guy who runs the gym, his mom is a psychologist, like a counselor. It turns out that the, the guy who made this video went to see the other guy's mom and he's, you know, he's in a much better place now. He knows how to deal with his stuff. But his video he posted has had over 27,000 views. And all he did was post it on his own page. With, he's got like 300 friends. But because people have shared it, liked it and shared it, it's just gained momentum, which is pretty awesome because you look at this guy and you wouldn't look at him and think you'd expect him to be having anxiety issues or, you know, he, he, he seems like he's at the top of his game. But you just, you never know. You never, you can't look at somebody and say, what are they going through? So, Absolutely not, yeah. So off the back of that, um, there's been a few people in our gym whose family members have gone through tough, tough times. And like, there's been, we're, we're, for some reason, we're quite high up here of suicide rates. And we've had different people have brushes with suicide in different formats. Uh, Lima so, Valley in particular, are you just saying? In the North well, I, I think, no, I wouldn't say Lima Valley, but definitely the Northwest Coast. I, I think it's, it's crazy how many suicides there are. I mean, Northern Ireland itself is the highest rate of suicide in the UK. Do you um, think that that can be hereditary in some way? Like, I, I, think, I think they can be. But yeah, so North, Northern Ireland's the highest rate of suicide in the UK. But it's also, it also receives the least amount of funding from the government to help prevent it and create awareness around it. So... I don't know if the new budget's changed. I know the new budget was released a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago, so I don't know if it's changed, but um, I don't know. Northern Ireland, my boss says he thinks it's because we don't get enough sunlight. My boss literally buys us vitamin D supplements for our office because he thinks we need to be taking vitamin D, which increases your immune system and also increases your mood. It sounds like it could be true. I do believe in the sun being like essential for life. Yeah, no, and yeah, well, he he buys his vitamin D. So, um, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. I think we're we also live in a a time at the minute where everything just seems to be crazy. I I I feel like the world is bubbling at the minute with everything goes on here, like the uncertainty around Brexit. I mean, who actually knows what Brexit is? We live in a world where it's everything just seems to be on edge. I feel like my work situation like reflects like how I perceive the world as well. And so I think it was all part of a mental state. Like, you know how you feel like um, the world is bubbling over at this point in time? Yeah. I think that obviously our perception is important in these situations, but it tends to link a lot of things together. Like the way that you feel about things that are happening around you is how you might feel about the overall world in general, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. That, that makes sense. And I, I guess you're also, the way you experience your day-to-day life changes your perspective. You're probably more inclined to pick up on things on the wider scope of the world that kind of you're familiar with. Mm, absolutely. That's what I think. I based on nothing, but I feel like that's my experience of it as well. Yeah. So anyway, the, the point of this International Men's Day, for example, 
the some of the stats on the things they give are 76% of suicides are men, 85% of homelessness is men, 70% of homicide victims are men, 40% of domestic abuse victims are men, men are the majority victims of violent crime, men on average serve 64, 64% longer in prison, men on average are 3.4 times more likely to be imprisoned than women when both committing the same crime. In the UK, this is based on... This is UK stats, I believe, yeah. Did you say 75% of people that commit suicide are men? 76% of suicides are men. Total suicides and all age ranges? Yeah. That is crazy. I mean, I, I don't know where these stats are coming from. They're just in the post that was shared with... Three quarters um, of suicides. Yeah. But I, I, I knew men... Have, I mean, again, I don't know where these stats are coming from. I'm just reading them off the post that was shared oh, with this coffee. Them. <laughs> I made them up. No, I wouldn't. Don't, let's not joke about it. Um, but regardless, I mean, they're, they're def- if the stats aren't right, it, I don't think, I mean, I, I, the last time I looked at stats, I did know men are more likely to commit suicide. I do know there are more homeless men. Um, I do know men serve longer in prison than women for the same crime. It's it's you know it's crazy. I know like things like family court favors women over men. There's a, there's things out there, and I think a lot of, I mean, there's a really interesting uh, documentary called The Red Pill, and it sort of talks about from a femi- feminist point of view. She went out to investigate the men's rights movement, which feminists, extreme feminists, not all feminists, would deem as a hate hate group because they look at it because they're pushing men's rights it's against what the feminists are fighting for. But it's only when this, this feminist got in and kind of discovered what they're actually talking about. And it is things like, like long, why, why are men serving longer sentences in prison for the same crime? Like it doesn't make sense and things yeah. like that and homelessness. And why, why is there not um, more to do with men's health around in the doctor surgeries? And it's true, I, I, after I watched the documentary, I went over to, like, I didn't go over for this reason, I was in the doctors anyway. And when you look, there's no notice board, there's like all these little pamphlets and up, and about 75 to 80% of the pamphlets up there were for women's health. And there was a little pamphlet about prostate cancer and there was a little leaflet about testicle cancer, but everything else was about women. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, obviously women's health is important as well, but it's just when you're dealing with a, an audience of men who maybe not not all men but definitely a lot of them are don't like talking about health don't like talking about feelings don't like doing stuff you know you need to kind of build that bridge for them it is interesting i guess because like even on our podcast and things in general we talk about like the marginalized groups and we talk about uh ethnic minorities and lgbtq and like women but everybody needs to in that same vein you know, you need to make sure that men are also looked after. And I'm quite interested by the fact that if this is the first time, I wonder what people celebrated men, World Men's Day before then. Because I never really, I can't imagine it's super celebrated. No, I mean, I, I know it's been around. Um, I, I, I remember it was either last year or the year before, there was a, a lady politician in parliament. Um, I think some guy had brought something to the table to say something like, you know, on women's, International, International Women's Day, we, we sit and we have an open forum to talk about 
women's issues like health and domestic abuse, why he, his proposal was to do the same about men. And the woman in the the woman on the committee that he's presenting this to the politician, she laughed at him and said, I think it's ludicrous that you don't think men have a, a voice. And the guy made the right distinction to say, no, I'm not saying they don't have a voice. I'm saying we don't we don't talk about men's issues. And then she pushed it back again. And it, it was her attitude that like she laughed at it, which I just yeah. thought was a bit of a wrong. And then she sort of said, oh, I don't think men's like suicide rate or homelessness is... I'm not laughing at that. I just think it's funny that you don't think you have a voice. So anyway. It's a different issue. It's not a voice. It's the... Um, the topic. But yeah, it's like the comfort to speak about it, you know, because it's a, it might be a stigma where men are supposed to be men. And obviously I said man up. And I don't actually... You know, it's the first time I said it in a while because I used to say it as a joke and stuff. Um, I still obviously still said it. But that kind of term is actually really... I understand that it is really, really bad. It doesn't... I don't think it sets the right tone because... That's what it's, it's saying, isn't it? Men, men are, need to be strong in a way and not actually be ill, even though you may not have been that ill. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wasn't. I didn't take offence at your man up comment. No, no, no. I didn't think and I also, I also don't. I mean, I can understand the argument for the man up term, but to me, and again, I know this. Some people will argue against it, but I think to to ban the the phrases like man up because of toxic masculinity i think it's a step too far you're not you know i totally i don't think you should be teaching your kid that it's not okay to cry and that they should man up or if you're teaching your kid or your boy or whoever it is that they have to be tough and not show emotion that's not right but the phrase man up i can understand why it's sort of frowned upon but at the same time i'd be like does it like does it really matter if if you're getting into semantics of man up it's you know it, it it's I don't, I don't think it was a negative thing. Men, just by genetics, are stronger than women. Stop it. No, no, I, I'm, not, no I'm not saying all men are stronger than all women. No, no, it's not the fact, man up isn't about the fact that men are stronger than women. It's, no, that's not like why you shouldn't say man up. It's because it's like saying, well, why don't you say woman up? Because, you know, women have a higher pain for tolerance and actually, you know, might deal with being ill more. Because obviously there's like man flu and stuff, which is still bad in itself. But it's not about the fact that men are stronger than women. It's like, don't cry over this. Yeah, if you're yeah. saying be a man, then you're almost saying don't be a woman. In one respect, it could be. But it's uh, so. Do you know, what? it's quite funny they say this because yesterday, right? Because it could be any phrase, and depends on who finds it offensive. I think that people need to be sent more sensitive towards other people, and so it's not about banning the word, but almost knowing who you're saying it towards and having a bit of like, um, like say if we'd never met and I said it to you or I went to someone that I'd never met and said, just man up. It would be, I think it would be inappropriate. I know you, I don't believe, you know, I have some sort of context or understanding that it would yeah. be offensive to you. Right. So yesterday I was at this pub quiz and I'd never met my friends, work friends before. It was the first time. And it was a bunch of like, I would say stereotypical almost caricaturish lads from the south of England, right? Mm -hmm. You are that bird, all this sort of stuff, right? It couldn't have been written any clearer, like, honestly. And one of them was like, oh, my friend who's a puff. Then my friend who's friends with him was like, you know, like, you shouldn't say that. That's like, that, you know, it's quite offensive. You know, people don't say that anymore. And he was like, well, I don't think it's offensive. 
my friend's a puff and he does a thing's offensive. Mm. And then he asked me, is that the thing's offensive? And I was like, I really do. Like, I'd be yeah. fair if you didn't say it. Then he was like, oh, people shouldn't be so sensitive. You know, like, I, you know, you can't say things these days anymore. And it's kind of like what we just said last week and this week where you're saying, well, it's a step too far. It's not really a step too far if I am on the receiving end and I find it inappropriate. I think you should be more respectful of my view if I find it offensive because he didn't find it offensive. He thought it was okay to use. He also thought because someone else that he described who he believes we're the same just because we're both homosexual, that it was okay to say that. So if I know that you're a man and I go to another man and say, you should man up despite the fact that you're both men, it's not okay. No, I think the context is important. Yeah. But if someone said to you, don't tell me to man up, and you said, I think that's a step too far, I'd be like, that's insensitive, actually. But I would never use a phrase like that to somebody I didn't know. Like, for example, using it to me is fine. I didn't get offended by it because you know me and you know I wouldn't care. But if you used it to me and somebody else stepped in and said, actually, that term is really offensive, I'd be be that person. Uh, Mind your business. Thank you. Which is fair on your part, but if they're saying it to me, I should be more respectful of that person's view. Well, I mean, this, this is where, this is to me is where it becomes a step too far. Because I totally get why you want to be respectful of that person's view. But at the same time, if we, in my opinion, if we were to walk around worrying about everybody else's, I mean, you send to me, man up just a bit of banter it was you know you're making fun of me because i made a massive scene about a cold fair enough you know it's you're right you're right it doesn't matter it's not their business i don't like i don't see why you should make our friendship not have that connection because somebody else might get offended if they if you knew them and they you knew they would like for example if you knew that they don't like that or what if maybe the man ups are not the right example in this case but for example, if before they had pointed out to you, I don't like that phrase because of this reason, and you still went on to say it, then yeah, bad form. But if somebody, if you send it to me and somebody else butts in, and like I wouldn't say you should have to limit yourself out of worry, worry of, of offending somebody who you don't know. So if, when, if I said it again, then it would be a problem. Well, if they pointed out to you and said, actually, that's really offensive, you could, then you, I would say you should be like, oh, well, I'll not say around you. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think that bit is fair. I don't, what I don't like is if it's a step too far, because I think then the idea is that we can't know what people, whether people will be upset or offended by what you say or not, right, in the grand scheme of things. But if someone expresses what they don't like, I think one thing that is important that we need to do, and this is actually a grand scheme of things in society. When I see politicians talking and debating, I think there's a huge lack of respect. I think that we need to try and be more respectful of other people's views, even to those that we really don't agree with. So, you know, so this person yesterday, I don't agree with them at all, right? I don't agree that we should be able to say what we want when we want to, no matter who we want, that he can speak to me or other people and call me a puff or um, make racist remarks is okay. But I don't think that this person is homophobic or racist. And if they had their views, I would not say that they're completely wrong for their views i would say i would say i don't agree with it and i don't i want to understand why they feel this way like obviously there's things that happen in their past but if we don't try and have a certain level of respect then i think that you know i think that's missing in like the world i guess 
Yeah, I think if I was in your situation and he, you know, said the word, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. I I would think so little of him that he thinks it's okay to use that word. I got so uh, angry yesterday. But I would then choose not to hang around with that person again. Yeah, I didn't want to make a scene yesterday, right? Because I because my friend who's also gay said like he's like I'm not offended by it, but I can see what other people were, and then I was a bit like, really, okay, well, and then when he asked me. And I was like, yeah, no, I think I, I wouldn't want you using that word. I think it's bad. I think your views about ins- offending people's wrong. He kept on going on, kept on going on, kept on saying it, kept on saying it. And I was getting more and more frustrated. So I had to leave because I don't want to have an argument. I don't want to try and change someone's views who is not important to me. Yeah. But also, I don't sense. think it's going to work. So I had to leave. And then obviously, like, it, that made more of a bloody impact than actually him saying his words which is annoying but I just found it really really hard to contain myself like I literally had to walk out I had to leave otherwise yeah. I was just getting more and more frustrated that I, I think maybe because I was saying I was having a hard week as well although I don't think I was wrong um it just added to like my frustrations over this week not to make it about myself I'm doing an Ashley <laughs> <laughs> that's really offensive um I don't care Oh. <laughs> that's a step too far <laughs> um anyway i just want to for example i didn't want to talk we talked about this for like 20 minutes i didn't mean to talk about this for 20 minutes um we always say we're gonna like oh we'll just do a short little thing and it ends up being yeah. like monumental but basically my takeaway from it is is if you're in the vicinity of uh international men's day coffee evening or whatever it might be whatever format it might be yeah, maybe join in if you can, or just maybe read up about it because um, I think it's interesting to understand. I hope it um, has a great turnout and yeah, I'll keep you. I'll keep you posted. Other other things I want to just quickly talk about. Um, Got more topics. Well, these are very quick, little sort of like little mini updates. So I don't know if you remember a few, a very few episodes into when we started this, we talked about an American politician called. Ted Hickman, I think he was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the one that wanted to start the spam, which is straight people, Americans, whatever it was. Uh, he has now been voted out of office as of yesterday. Nice. Nice. My boo. My boo. Brian Sims has been voted back in. Yay. Yay, Brian. He's got a horrible moustache at the moment, though. I'm so sorry. I know he listens every week. He doesn't. But, <laughs> he um, yeah, but I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> he, also, he also bleached his hair, which I'm not... I, I don't... a lot older. I don't mind it in the summer, but we're now into the winter months, Brian. Could you please unbleach it? <laughs> I just think that's important. But yes, um, so that's a great... Tra- and I also, obviously, the other... I think what's interesting is... The, the people that have been voted into office over in the States is a true representation of what the States is like. There's more females, more people of color, LGBT. It's fascinating. Also, the other interesting one is the person in Colorado who refused to make the gay wedding cake for the gay couple. His governor is now gay. Mm. So, karma. That doesn't mean anything. It's not like this person's going to be like, now I'm your governor. I will destroy your business. <laughs> <laughs> or it's does it? Like. <laughs> the, the, the gay governor sitting there tweezing. You know what, I mean? like, like, <laughs> what evil concoction can I do this week? <laughs> Revenge. Literally, that's why. You can raise the taxes and make them go out of business. On bakeries. Yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. 
I had to introduce an LGBT tax. You, you don't get taxed for being gay. You make it like a federal crime if you refuse like, to make anyone's cake of any kind. I'd make it a federal crime if cake was made that wasn't gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the other thing I was, I was mentioning to you before, personal space. So I don't know, like, this has happened to me three times this week. Right. I felt like my personal space has been invaded in comical reasons. And these are like twice today at the gym and once, I get this, the other day. So in our office, we share our office kitchen with another office. And the other office provides a service where people, there's a waiting room. Yeah. So people come and they, it's appointments. So you have to come yeah. and wait for your appointment. So okay. um, the other day I came into work and I was going out to the kitchen and there was a gentleman sat and he smelled a bit. Smelled, uh, he didn't smell of body odor. It was stale cigarettes. It was, uh, 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 do you know what I mean? And he yeah. was sat there and he was. Like, but never said, like, he just, it's fresh smoke, really. Like, he would have had like three while he was waiting outside and came straight in. Well, this smelled like he'd been smoking in these clothes and okay. the clothes were, you know, filling the air in the waiting room which I have to walk through to get to the kitchen. So I walked past and I sort of smelt and I was like, oh, and then said hello and walked past. And then I sort of walked back. I don't know what I was doing something in the kitchen. I walked back and as I walked back, he slurped. He was drinking tea and he slurped. And I was like, oh, like it was a really noisy slurp. I kind of give a bit of a side eye over. And then I realized that he is drinking out of my cup what yep so my cup would have been in the kitchen that we share and he had picked up my cup and drunk it obviously not knowing that it was my cup he just went to the kitchen amazing well i the cup's dead to me now i can never use it again i was so hoping he said well what i did was <laughs> i took the teacup i said give me mine's back i wish you did that <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I just, I wouldn't. No, I just give him a side eye. And I was like, oh, my cup. But I just looked at it and I just, is, you know, when people who smoke have their white hairs and their mustache turn a different color? I didn't know that. Um, I, yeah, I think if they, people smoke excessively, like pipes or whatever it might be, you can get a bit of a coloring. You know, when people smoke cigarettes, their um, fingers can turn yellow. But I don't think people smoke enough nowadays. That's when people did like 40 a day, isn't it? Well, this guy's mustache was white with brown over his lips. And I just looked over and those mustachy lips were wrapping themselves around the rim of my cup. And did you say afterwards? Did you wash it? I, so, no, I didn't wash it. Somebody had washed it and set it to the side like to dry in a little thing. And I just, I felt like I was abandoning a kid because I thought I'm never going to use you again. I went out, I went out and bought a new cup. You should write on the old one then for guests (laughs) and then write on your one, not for guests. Well, now I bring my cup into my desk every night. It only happened today. What do you mean now you do it? Well, no, it happened. This happened Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. At least now I bring it in. And then, well, the stuff today. Because at the gym. one time you're going to start bringing it with you. It's <laughs> so extreme. But, well, is that is that extreme? Because to me, it's like I don't want to use that cup. I'm not going to use that. I don't know who you are. I don't know where your lips have been. 
you know what's really funny though? I bet you that's not the first time the cut's been used. Probably. That's what worried me. That's what worried it's me. It's definitely happened more than three or four times. <laughs> I'd say ten. <laughs> I'll never sleep again. Every other day. <laughs> Are there days that you don't have the cup? No, I use the cup every day. Um, I'd usually, the first thing I do when I get in would usually be to make myself a hot lemon water. What? Yeah, I'm in the mood for drinking hot lemon water every morning. I mean, that's supposed to be good for your metabolism. Is that why? Yeah, I'm healthy these days. I do the gym. I don't know if you know, but I go to the gym quite often and I... So what happened in the gym, you're saying? Oh, well, these things at the gym weren't really... Like, basically, t- today we were doing stuff and somebody else in the gym was doing something in front of me. It was a woman, wasn't it? It was a woman. See, because it was a man, you'd be like, "Guess just what happened to me." (laughs) (laughs) It was a woman, but everybody we're doing this movement, and she kept taking steps back every single time. And then I was like, "You know, it happens sometimes. You you lose your balance, you go back, but then you roll yourself forward, you roll your bar forward again, and you do it again." She never seemed to roll like, and she was kept going back. So I kept moving myself back. And then I was encroaching in the space of the person behind me. And there were so many bars flying about the place. I just, I got so nervous. I stopped working out. I was like, I don't know. I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I can do because I'm squeezed in between these two people who are flaying their bars about. Why didn't you say something? Like, oh, excuse me. Because it was her first day and I didn't want to like make her feel bad. You'd rather just be passive aggressive and now whine about it. <laughs> and now she'll never know. Well, hopefully somebody else will say something to you. You need to open your mouth. Yeah, I'm usually quite quiet. This is why people, this is how you lot behave. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to bring a race straight into it. Oh, oh excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> See, I would have been like, oh, um, well, I wouldn't have been because I didn't do anything. I just sat and looked at them like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. I'll just move oh. my space. Anyway, I didn't have anything to talk about and I've talked for like 35 minutes. <laughs> Well done. Yeah. Is someone like you? Let's talk about you. I'm going to try and keep mine short, so to no success that will happen. But I want to talk about an article that um, I'd seen at the beginning of this week, and it was about this. this guy who is called Anthony Okundayo Lennon. What's the middle name? Okundayo. And mm-hmm. he is a director in theatres. Yep. Um, and he's just recently won uh, like a scholarship or some sort of um, job. It's not a scholarship, it's kind of a placement that is meant to be for um, mixed heritage people working in the industry. The thing is, is... What's his middle name again? Ekundaya. Sounds really Irish to me. It does sound really Irish. It's because he is Irish. Ekundaya is not an Irish name. No, he changed his name. I can't remember we changed it from though. Well, he just added that name in, didn't he? He just thought, for the shits and giggles, I'll add this name in. So he's a director and an actor, and he just won this, like, this placement for that's supposed to promote mixed heritage people and he's white people are like um there's a lot of backlash because this is supposed to be for people of color 
And he says, well, not that he says, I mean, you've seen a picture of him after I mentioned it, I imagine. He says that all of his life he's been treated like a black person because he looks black, even though his parents are completely Irish, white Irish. And so he says that because he's been treated that way, that he's a born again African and that he has the same allowances as people of color. Yeah. And what do you say to that? I think it's ridiculous. So are you, so he, he basically identifies as black. Is that right? In this situation to get the award, he identifies as black. So, I mean, the guy looks white to me looking at him. He looks white. He says that, uh, he is treated like a black person and he gave himself that middle name so that he could apply for this position. And he got it because yeah, I mean, it's a mixed heritage instead of what? He, the photo that is used, I mean, yes, they probably added a, a, a few filters. The filter makes it look darker than what it is, but it looks like it's just taken in a dark room, but he still looks white. I don't look so, at him and think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's difficult because like, I, I, I mean, I thought race was genetic. But you yeah. might pay a certain color. So, you know, I did read, though, just before we came onto this, is there's an article in The Spectator by um, a mixed-race person. But it's interesting, it's interesting, because you can have twins born and one be white and one be black. Well, so this article in The Spectator by someone called Lyndon Kem Karen, she's mixed-race. Yeah. And she's like, well, aren't they the same? And what the same? Then one is born black and one is born white, but they're from the same parents. Why is one white and why is one black if they've got the same genetic heritage? Because yeah. then they're not one is one is white and one is black. Both are mixed. So she's like, just because someone appears a certain way doesn't mean. Although it does come from appearances, I guess. Really, when you think about it, because you can either outwardly be a person of color or not, and people will judge that by the way that you look, right? Yeah. And I think going back to the back to when uh, black people were, were slaves, I remember there's a story of the woman who had a, a very, very tan skin. She, she, the, the baby wasn't very black, and it, this baby was able to pass as a as a white kid because it's just black? yeah. Well, the mum was black. The mum was a black slave, and the the dad was a white slave owner. Oh, okay, but the daughter was able to pass as a white girl but i do think it's quite well although i don't agree with this article she was like why is there a an awards that is given out to people of color and not allowed for white people shouldn't it go on your um talent and experience merit yeah of course i would say that but the issue is i think it's difficult with merit because i still think that there's subconscious bias i i think that's the thing and so you do need to make a conscious effort to include a diverse range of people in all aspects of life, right? Whether people choose to or not, I think that in some instances, not all, that the reason why you need to promote things like this is because there is a subconscious bias towards or in favour of as you know, certain um, demographics. Uh, the way I'd approach it is, and this is an argu- argument I have in my head, um, I, totally, I, I totally think in an equal world that the job shouldn't just be given to somebody based on them being a minority. They right. should be based on their credentials 
and the, the fact that they would do a better job. Yeah, I agree. But I also think that there's people in this world who have sadly been held back through generations and through time and they don't have, they've never been given the right opportunity to have that experience. So I think there should be a more important, to me, to me, equality isn't the fact that anybody, anybody can apply for the job and the person who has the right credentials should get the job. Yes, that's important. But for me, equality should be that we should live in a world that no matter who you are, your background, you should have the experience to go for that job. But we're not in that place, right? We're not, we're, we're not there yet. Yeah. And that's why I think it is important to have things that are favoring minorities and people who have been held back. Like, um, like we work with a, a research company, which is all about women and research. And it's all about like making giving women the tools they need to grow their career. I think that's brilliant because women have been held back from the CEOs and the chief, you know, and I think I, I'm in favor of that. In this industry though, where acting is based on your appearance as well and say if his appearance seems less white somehow than that of a white person, he's saying he's not given the same opportunities and he's been, mis- he's been treated the same way as, black people because he looks like it so he's not getting the same opportunities as his white other white counterparts and that's why he yeah. he's due this this uh, position yeah I don't know his experience I don't know whether he's lost roles because he doesn't look as white as someone else um, do you think that would still give him the right do you think I mean he's got this position it's, there's nothing, it's not going to change but do you still think that's okay that's it's a tough one. You have to know, really, isn't it? What happened? Um, it's a tough one because I don't know his. I don't know. I mean, he claims he's been held back, but unless I see, for example, how many jobs he's applied for and how many he's been like, no, you you don't look white enough for this role. I, I I can't make a judgment. To me, I mean, logically, it seems fair that if he's saying he's been held back because people, oh, I don't. It seems to me like if it was me in that position. I would probably do the same thing because it's better in me. Do you know what I mean? I'm in the position where, you know, if I can get, a, if I can get away with it, I'm going to do it. Right. Because I've been, yeah, if, yeah. If, if I've been held back, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying take it away from him. If it was me I would, and I could get away with it, I'd definitely do the same because it's all about better, especially in, a, in an industry like acting where it's so hard to get ahead and, you know, you, you need what you can get. The, I, have, I understand that bit and if you've been treated that way, but if he's got an all-white Irish family and then puts him down as mixed heritage, that is just lying, right? It is. I mean, it is lying. When you have no relation to Africa. I don't want to... I seem to be the one that says everything is wrong, but if he chooses to identify as black, are we live in a world where we should embrace that? I'm asking. I'm not saying we should. I'm saying, should we live in a world that embraces that? So this is where we get cray cray because now we're saying people can identify as another gender. Why can't they identify as another race? But yeah. one is, and then we're saying one is genetic and one isn't, but then gender is genetic, right? We well, see, I would say your any- gender, pardon, your sex is genetic. So you're changing something that was initially genetic. Yes. Essentially, I guess your outward body. Yeah. You're changing I don't know how your-, your mind works in terms of genetics. So I don't understand like if your mechanics of your brain is a genetic thing. Yeah. To me, it, and then genetic comes from your genes, but then there's the argument as well. 
like emotions come from your genes because your emotions come from the brain that are made up of cells made up of genes so like you can yeah. you can you can dig deep 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 into it but essentially to me physically if somebody is born physically a male and they identify as a female genetics have given them male body but they want a female body if it's put on if it's put on to race somebody's genetically born black or white and they feel like they identify more as a white or black person depending on the swap is there an argument to support that because it is how you mentally perceive yourself versus what you're physically born into i think that's where it becomes quite difficult because um i think race and sex are the same gender and ethnicity are the same break that down for us so your sex your sex is whether you have like a penis or a vagina or whatever at birth in some way, right? I have a your, penis. Your gender is whether you're like male or female. Yeah. Okay. And so someone who changes their body and their mind is that they are a female, even though their body is male and they change it, that's fine. But cause I've, I've always questioned this as well, right? If we're thinking like um, your gender is non-binary, is, is by like it's non-binary and it's fluid right those that change from a male to female they almost make an excessive it, i wondered do they play a character of a female sometimes where women must put on all of the makeup and you know must have long hair and must wear dresses because that's almost that's one end of the spectrum isn't it i think there's an argument that if that's why i think non-binary is actually a really good thing because i think sometimes when people change um the transition it's to an extreme of what they think a woman sh- has been almost in the past mm. isn't it you know yeah. where you must wear makeup wear tight clothes look really sexy because that's what they think women should be when you know women aren't like that anymore and there was a really good um example i thought it was a good example of someone who who was male to f- was female to male on queer eye se- the second series um i can't remember what his name is but um, he still feels like he has feminine traits and embraces that part. So even though he identifies as male, mm. isn't like so far to the point where it's like toxic masculinity male because I need to let everybody know I'm a man. But this, this ties into what we were saying a couple of weeks ago where us two, we feel we're a mix of masculine and feminine. We, some of our personality is more masculine, some of it's more feminine. And I you think it's completely masculine. No, no. I, look at me and my finger shaking right now to you. You don't know yourself. Your mom <laughs> doesn't even know you. That's why she doesn't know who you are because you don't know who you are. Um, but I, like I said, like, like we were saying, we have a mix of masculine and feminine in our personality traits. And I think that's like, I wouldn't change my personality. I think I'm a hoot. I think there's some sort of relation there. I don't think that race is binary. I don't, I think that, but I don't think it's so clear cut because like I have to, not I have to, but quite often I'll just settle and say that I'm black. When I don't feel black per se, I think a mixed race, mixed heritage, but mm-hmm. my ethnicity or the way that I behave isn't dictated by the color of my skin. So would you, interesting question, say if, if somebody was, uh, had a, one black parent and one white parent, what ethnicity would they be? 
Oh, not ethnicity. What color would what what color what would, race they, would they be? Yeah, what race would they be? Mixed race. There's no way of when you break it down. Like you could say, like there's like African white descent, so black African, Caribbean African. They, they could identify as black, right? They can. I do. Could, could could they identify as white? No. Why? That what interests me is why is that the case? Oh, I think that goes back to you know when I'm like talk about slavery and stuff. Yeah. If you were not white you were different. It wasn't like, oh, there's ah. a skill. So if you but were mixed race, you were counted, you were still counted in the same way. But today, if somebody, today, if somebody was, had a, if, if somebody had a, a black parent and a white parent, could they come, could they say, I'm, I'm white? Do you know what's really difficult? What's up? It depends on where you are, right? So mm-hmm. amongst my white friends, I am black. If I'm in a situation where there's a whole bunch of, Black, you know, not mixed race. Both parents are Nigerian or something like that. I am not black. Right, okay. Because there's blacker than you. Right. So you're treated differently. Mixed race, actually, you're treated differently in these situations and have been than in both. So it's hard to identify between them both. And that's why I've always struggled because I'm, either, I'm not treated black by the black community. I'm not treated white by the white community. But not, not how people treat you. Could you identify as white? I change the way that I identify it depending on where I am. Okay. Would you, ever, would you ever identify as white? No, I'm not white. Okay. Well, do you think it's fair if somebody who, who had a, a black parent or white parent, would they be able to identify as white? If their skin was light enough, they might be able to be in a film where they're white, no? No, but I mean, even if, like, as much as somebody would, because at the end of the day, this kid is born out of a white parent and a black parent. They've as much white in them as they have black in them. No, I get what you're saying. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. What I'm saying is, is currently where we're at is with my brown skin, I'm still treated black. It's easier for me to say black than it is to say everything else. There was this woman called Rachel Dozier. And did you check? Oh, I... <laughs> uh... So she was, oh, I've got it here. So she was uh, the president of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, so the NAACP, which is a group, basically, that looks after ethnic, well, colored people, okay? And it's about, it's literally in the words. I'm not even going to try and describe it, pardon me. (laughs) She was the president for 10 years, right? And it wasn't until uh, near the end of her reign, like, time as president, that people didn't realize that she wasn't black. She's completely white. Yeah. She thinks that race is non, she thinks that race is non-binary. It's, she thinks it's fluid. She thinks, so she used to darken her skin. She used to afro her hair because she feels like she's black. So she must behave that way. But then that's almost like a caricature of what a black person should look like or be like, right? Yeah. It's dressing up. I just, I just remember Maya Rudolph taking the piss out of her on, I think it was Seth Meyer. Did you ever see that? No, but I love Maya Rudolph so Brilliant. much. Have you seen a play Beyonce? Yes. Have you seen her do the national anthem? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It's, it's interesting. I think it's an interesting one. I don't think it's an answer yet. I don't think, so I think it's a new thing to think about because I can't answer that question. I think in this situation, I don't think that this person, I don't think Anthony should have changed his, I don't think he should say that he's a born-again African because he has no relation to Africa. And I don't believe that he should have changed his heritage to mixed to get this position. Do you know, I want to go back at some point, not now, 
to talk about this race thing. Maybe I might look into it more because it is interesting, isn't it? Like, this mm-hmm. is like yeah. should he identify? I think it's really interesting. I don't think it's a conclusion yet because I haven't drawn my own one. I just thought, you know, that was in the news. And at this point in time, I don't think that race is non-binary. I don't think it's fluid. I, I think you're, it's in your genes, but it might be worth looking into it a little bit more, I think. Anyways, thank you everyone for listening to our podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully you can, especially this race thing, because I'm quite interested by it. And I'd like to know what you think, because I haven't formed my opinion yet. And I like to take in other people's thoughts. Yeah, it'd be good to hear what other people think. Yes. Um, but we hope you have, so hopefully we'll get this out tomorrow, hopefully, I guess. Right, it? Is that reasonable? Yeah, well, you're editing, so... It's reasonable for me. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to send it to you. But yeah, hopefully, um, so we should have it out by Friday. So you, I, th- I know it's a lot of people's commuting things, so you might get two episodes next week. Um, but yeah, have a listen, let us know what you think. And have a lovely week. Have a lovely week, everybody. Goodbye.